I'd like to welcome you to our monthly episode of the Mission One podcast, where we discuss opportunities to be involved with mission teams, both nationally and globally, as well as short-term, other short-term opportunities. And we also highlight our uh, current and future missionaries. We're excited today to have Justin and Carolyn Cook with us. Justin, tell us about your family. Are you married? I think you are. And how many children do you have in their ages? All right. Uh, Carol and I have been married for the last 11 years. We have two children. Gabriel is eight and Roland is three. Uh, we have been involved in pastoral ministry of various types since about 2009. And currently, uh, we're in the process of being full-time missionaries to the Philippines. Awesome. And uh, what's, what's your hometown? O-Town is the big metropolis of Bernie, Missouri. Bernie, Missouri. So going from Bernie, Missouri to um, the island of Mindanao, the Philippines, I think uh, Davao City, if I'm not mistaken, is probably one to two million people. So you, uh, from Bernie to Davao, it's just a little bit bigger in, in, uh, in Davao, isn't it? It's just a little bit larger. Uh, I think the GBBC campus is almost as big as Bernie. So. It probably is. All right. And uh, Justin, tell us how you've... Um, so. First off, describe how old were you when you accepted your calling to ministry, and what did that look like for you? Sure. Um, so actually, I was 18 when I accepted a call into ministry, and about a week later, I had my first uh, message at a, a youth uh, group, and from there, began speaking around uh, to probably 50 or 60 local gender Baptist churches within a span of a few years. And then about that time is when I was ordained uh, by New Liberty Association. Uh, my calling uh, into the ministry was unique. Uh, nobody in my family uh, is pastoring or even any type of church leadership, really. Right. Uh, and so when that calling happened, my parents maybe have been a bit confused. <laughs> they were uh, very, very much questioning, like, you need to make sure it's serious. Like, it's something that you really feel God is calling you to. Um, and then I also spent some time speaking with uh, local pastors that I knew that uh, began to mentor me in some ways. Uh, so my first mentor would have been Dwayne Foster at South Hopper Bluff when I was there as my first uh, pastoral role as a youth pastor there for a few years. Uh, and there I really began to uh, de start developing um, some of the pastoral uh, qualities that I had been lacking previously. Uh, and then from there, uh, we, uh, Carolyn and I, pastored a few different churches uh, as a lead pastor. And then we would ultimately um, go to Risen uh, Church in Dexter. And there we would truly feel the call uh, to mission work in our lives. And then we spent the last four years in a beautiful place called Saipan, mm -hmm. uh, serving with Saipan Community Church and also Saipan Community School, and there we truly felt our calling uh, develop and become something unique, which was to go uh, fully international uh, to Davao City, Philippines. Carolyn, how long have the two of you been married? Uh, who, who said I love you first? Tell us a little bit about all that, all that <laughs> kind of stuff. Uh, well, we want to apologize firsthand. If you hear a little background noise, our youngest is in the room with us. Um, so a little bit back history, I guess. Um, I was a senior in high school, and you were just starting your college year whenever we started dating. So I guess you can say I started call, or dating a college guy. Okay. All right. <laughs> but uh, that was in 
That was in 2000 and, oh gosh, I believe 2009. And then we've been dating for, oh gosh, two years after that. And um, got married in 2010. Okay. Um, had our first child in 2014. And history's gone on, oh. on fourth. Okay. Now we've talked about Justin's calling. Um, when you first got married, um, was he already a minister? Or was that something that happened? Yes, so, he was so already you, a minister. So you knew go, going into it what you were getting into <laughs> yeah. at some level, okay? <laughs> yes. Um, early on, did you feel that... Um, Yes, it was going to be ministry. Did you did you think it was going to be globally at that point? Or did you? No, okay. um, I think the first time Justin had expressed the need to go uh, globally, he had went on a short mission trip to see Jesse and Brittany in India. Okay, and um, he'd been praying about it, and I knew I had to to uh, wrestle with some stuff. Okay, and um, I think honestly, yeah, when Justin said when we got to. Uh, Risen Church and the great, you know, missional mindset that was at Risen at the time de- under uh, Pastor Jeff. Mm-hmm. Um, it really got me in a revival type sense that, yeah, it's time okay. to take that step. So, Justin, um, how long back was it you went? You went to India on a short term trip. Was that your first exposure of traveling internationally, other than going from Missouri to Arkansas? <laughs> Uh, yeah, Missouri to Arkansas is definitely an international. <laughs> uh, but aside from that, yes, uh, my first uh, trip, I went solo from St. Louis to Hyderabad, India. Uh, and so the travel was definitely unique. Uh, but not only that, that was my first exposure to anything ministry-wise outside of the United States. Um, and so uh, thankfully I was able to kind of had my own room to uh, relax in. I really got hit with uh, jet lag very quickly. Sure, sure. But thankfully, uh, everybody was very kind and they were very considerate. So mm-hmm. uh, that was great. But I got to see um, people in situations that here in the States we only really see on TV or we sure. talk about okay. in closed circles and things of that nature. Uh, and so really I think my heart was expanded a bit and my soul began to be like, is there something else I can do? Is there something else God is calling okay. me to? Good. And, and you know, through, uh, through Global Missions, what uh, Mark Powell, Vice President for Global Missions, and I, what we try to do is before someone would ever go to a field full-time for a career, there's going to be some steps. And so mm-hmm. your first exposure was one, was it one week in India? One week? Yes, yeah, so that would be correct. So, and then uh, did some, some preaching and teaching there. Mm-hmm. And then your family... Uh, accept the call to go to Saipan to teach. Now that set up um, a year at a time um, contract. So what did you do in, in Saipan? What did you teach and, and what ministry were you involved in there? Sure. Um, so yeah, so ultimately we would stay there for uh, four years of uh, the school calendar. And so my primary role at the church, uh, you would say youth pastor, okay, but also varied between uh, filling the pulpit and the vacancy of a pastor until Pastor Steve Dame came. Okay. And so I helped a lot there. Um, helped a lot with small group. Okay. And also uh, Wednesday night, um, filling in things of that nature. Okay. And then at the school you taught what grades and what subjects? Yeah. So at the school I taught primarily sixth through eighth grade. And those range from math, science, social studies, PE, uh, Bible, 
and maybe other classes, but okay. <laughs> certainly those. Okay. And so um, while you're there, um, you're, you had your bachelor's degree before you went to Saipan. Did you also have a master's before you went to Saipan? Or, or tell us about your education. Okay. Um, uh, so certainly Saipan became um, the next step in my educational journey. So at the time, I think I'd finished about half of a master's degree. Mm -hmm. And so while there, I really sensed, like, I need to finish this degree. I need okay. to get something done. And so I had started through Liberty University, and I continued with them and finished a master's. And near the end of that, uh, I was talking to Carolyn, and we just, and I really sensed God was calling me to uh, go a step further, okay. which I really <laughs> did not want to do at okay. the time. Uh, that was always something I thought I would do later after the kids were older or maybe even, you know, out of the house, uh, but decided that's what God was calling me to and ultimately would finish a doctor of ministry prior okay. to leaving the island. Okay. Then, uh, Carolyn, then your education background would be, what, what, what did you do at Saipan? I mean, obviously you're raising two <laughs> boys and raising a husband. I thought the wives would say amen. <laughs> but um, what, what else did you do on island? Um, well, the first year I was there, um, obviously seeing as how Justin had more of a set in stone of what he's going to be doing. Um, my role, other than being his wife and, and uh, raising Gabe um, at the time before Roland came around, was um, just mostly filling in wherever God led me to fill in, okay. whether that be at the church, whether that be at the school. But that first year there, um, I helped um, with the first school year um, by teaching. I taught junior high health. Um, okay. I taught elementary music and also junior high band, um, along and dabbling in um, ukulele class as well. Okay. All so, right. yeah. Very good. Of course, in, in Saipan, there's a number of nationalities there, but mm. one of the uh, large groups even there in the church was a, was a Filipino group. Would that be correct? Mm. Yes. Oh, absolutely. And so um, what is it about the Filipino people that, that drew you guys to them where you would think, man, we really want to spend more time um, ministering to these people and, th and allowing them to minister to us? Sure. Yeah. Um, I think probably the first initial and greatest impact and still now is that many Filipinos are immediately uh, desiring to make you part of their group. Okay. They, they're very welcoming. Uh, their hospitality is amazing. I know we talk about Southern hospitality, but Filipino hospitality is okay. another level. And so I think that was really the first idea, their community and the way they want you to be with them and part of them. And also, you know, they love to feed me and I love their food, so that, <laughs> that does help. Um, but we were just drawn to that sense of community, uh, that sense of doing church together in okay. that community. And I think that's very powerful. Okay. So your first trip to um, the island of Mindanao, Davao City, where General Baptist Bible College is, was about a year ago where you went as part of our 360 mission team. It's an annual mission trip we take where we do some evangelism and um, education there at General Baptist Bible College. So that was your first trip? Yes. And describe describe what was that was was like. I mean, you 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 were around Filipino people in Saipan, but then you go to the islands of the Philippines. What was that like for you? Um, so initially I did realize immediately there is a language barrier. Um, many of the people on campus speak wonderful English, actually, uh, but still internalizing it and trying to speak back sometimes is uh, difficult for some of the students. Uh, and so I did realize that immediately. And then also many of the uh, students and staff at Maliksali Bible Institute you know, that we got to visit for a few days 
uh, their English was not so great. And okay. so sometimes okay. I felt like, oh, no, I don't know how to say this or how do I say this. And so I think that was another opportunity for me to realize there were some things that um, if we were to go there full time, we would have okay. to work on. So so you went there a year ago and then this past spring for their uh their general association, their annual meetings, your whole family went, is that right? Uh, yes. So uh, in October, I went by myself. And then in April, Carolyn and the boys also went uh, with me. And we spent about five or six days, very quick pace days, sure. uh, with the General Assembly. Um, and also uh, was allowed to speak at a church also while we were there. Um, and then a quick turnaround to Saipan. Um, Gabriel, he said something interesting. He looked around at uh, Carolyn while we were finishing up the first uh, session uh, in the chapel area at GBBC, and he said, yeah, if this is where we're going to go, I think I could live here. And, and so, Gabriel's uh, how old? And Gabriel uh, is eight. Eight years old. Uh, it's an interesting insight from your yeah, from your son. Sure. And so at, at that point... Um, was there still some apprehension, or was and when you and, what was the conversation with you and Carolyn after you get back from Philippines um, that spring? Okay, uh, so we had already began planning to leave the island of Saipan. Uh, really, no matter the circumstance, but we had continued to feel uh, we need to see what this looks like if we can go okay. full time to the Philippines. And so, our conversation over the next few weeks um, after leaving the GA was just, what can we do? Is this something we still want to pursue? Is this something we still feel God is calling us to? And so all of those answers became yes. Okay. Uh, and because of that, we began to intensify our relationship with um, international missions. Okay. And so intensify your relationship with international missions. Obviously, um, it's going to be another trip. Um, second week of October is a 360 um, conference again. You have the privilege of being there with me at the same time. I'm yeah. sure that's the highlight of your life. It is. But um, you said next steps. Um, just to describe to the listeners what those next steps are. What What's involved? I mean, can you just uh, wiggle your nose and poof you're in the Philippines? Or, or what, what are the next steps? Sure. Um, so we really began uh, this process back in uh, December of 2022. Okay. Uh, January 23. Is really where we began the process and uh, go through a simple, um, at the beginning, a simple screening, uh, more of a uh, kind of a talent check, a character check. Mm -hmm. uh, and from there, uh, begin to discuss, you know, what roles may look like uh, if appointed. Uh, and then from there, uh, begin to figure out not only what those roles may look like, but how best to be able to serve that mission field. Uh, and so we begin to have conversations about is teaching really your passion? And I felt that is, and I still feel that is. Okay. Uh, and so just for me, there was uh, times of recording. Uh, there was sending in, you know, full portions of my um, dissertation research. Uh, there was times of filling out full lesson plans, pretty well showing anything that I might be able to provide uh, to the mission field and hopefully the best quality I could provide. Okay. Okay. And so you provided that for um, for Dr. Joyce, um, the president of the Bible College provided that. And then, of course, um, steps from that. To get to the field, there's a lot of uh, 
time that has to be spent um, raising financial support. And we're going to talk about that in a second, but also prayer support. I think one of the biggest strengths of our deputation program is it, is it, um, it helps the perspective, the, the future missionaries to go and, and gain additional prayer support. You guys officially started that process right after the summit this year. Is that yes. right? And so um, have you had any open Sundays since the uh, beginning of August? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> and so that's what's uh, what's been the um, the most encouraging aspect of that? So we're we're two or three months into this process. What's been the most encouraging aspect of of raising the funds, the, the support to go? Um, just the encouraging aspect, I think, of, like you said, prayer just being the ultimate thing. I know um, we were speaking at a church, and I think one thing that really stuck to me, what Justin said, maybe you can help me out fill in the gaps in there, is you said that we feel um, more the prayers that we have not heard. Okay. I think. So what do you, what do you mean by that, Justin? Yeah. So in a simple sense... <laughs> I think the most powerful prayers are always the ones that either um, church families are praying sure. for us, uh, families, uh, close friends, or maybe even people I don't even know. Okay. And sometimes those prayers are very heartfelt, they're serious, mm. and I don't have to hear them to know that they're having an impact okay. on my ministry. Yeah, absolutely. That's good. And so um, to get to the Philippines, how much share support? is needed? What, what, is that, what does that look like for you guys to get there? Um, so to go, we need about 900 shares. Uh, one share is $10 per month. Um, and so that brings us to a little over 12 months of about 100000 a year. And so it's a nice price point to get yeah, to. Yeah. Now that 100000 a year, that's all salary for you guys? Is that right? No. Uh, no, but uh, that, that obviously that's involved with uh, with housing, with tra- tra- uh, schooling for the children, right. all those kind of things. And so um, let's let's talk about schooling for the children. What what will that look like for them in the Philippines? Um, so we've talked with uh, quite a few other missionaries that have been um, working in the past in the Philippines, um, uh, the Warrens mm-hmm. and the Omens, and. Um, they have really said that uh, Faith Academy, sure. which is over in the Philippines, have been a really strong suit in um, continuing their education for their children. I know whenever the Warrens are, I believe their two boys were yes. teenagers around that yes. time. And then the Yeomans, I think their two girls were about the same age as our, our, our kids whenever okay. they, when they were over there. Okay. Yeah. And so that would be important. Um, let's go ahead. Um, what's an email that someone could... Uh, contact you at if they would be interested in supporting you? Or what's the best way for them to uh, to reach out to you to support you? Sure. Um, and so Carol and I both have General Baptist emails, and so they're fairly simple. Mine is justin.cook at generalbaptist.com. And then Carolyn's is also very simple, carolyn.cook at generalbaptist.com. Now, I have a son-in-law named Justin. Sometimes Justins spell their names weirdly, so <laughs> spell, spell the Justin. Sure. Uh, Justin is very plain. It's J-U-S-T-I-N. Dot Cook, C-O-O-T, <laughs> at generalbabs.com. And Carolyn, I mean, there are different ways to spell Carolyn. So <laughs> Yes. Uh, so to spell my name, uh, you spell it C-A-R-O-L-Y-N, just like Christmas Carol with a mm-hmm. Y-N at the end. Dot Cook at generalbabs.com. And so we would encourage you to to reach out to them. You can also reach out to me at jim.pratt at generalbabs.com. But Justin, let's go ahead and... Um, uh, 
we're fast forwarding into the future. The funds have been raised. You're you're on your way to to the field there in the Philippines. Um, at this point, and obviously, you know, on the mission field, you better have Plan B, C, D, E, and F. Right. But at this point, what will you be teaching? And other, what would be your other ministry activities there in the Philippines? Sure. Um, so, as uh, Jim just alluded to, my primary focus, at least from the onset, uh, will be teaching at Jennifer's Bible College as a professor. Uh, the specific classes have not been detailed yet, but uh, they will range from uh, teaching Bible to being part of the mentorship for uh, the students that will be going to the various churches uh, around Davao City on the weekends. Uh, also trying, I think, to create a continuance of the church arm stateside yeah. uh, to the church arm of General Baptist Church of the Philippines. And so that's going to be probably my first two uh, main goals is to solidify what is happening in the classroom, but also solidifying what we can do to continue our partnership with GBCPI. Okay. And Carolyn, I mean, obviously, um, in addition to um, <laughs> raising three boys, um, what, do you, what do you think your role will be at this point? Or do, you may not even know, and that's okay at this yeah. point. Um, it'll be slightly similar to uh, what I experienced in Saipan. Um, whenever we were there last uh, April, I talked with um, Dr. Joyce a little bit and possibly helping um, with kindergarten and possibly Good. preschool okay. uh, education program over there. Awesome. Yeah. And so um, you're in process now of going. Justin, you mentioned your family. Carolyn, both of you have family. Um, family supportive? Are they scared? Are they, why in the world would you do this? What, what's been that um, approach? Um, for myself, a lot of that happened previously going to Saipan. Okay. And so I, I feel like going to Saipan and then our families were aware that there would very possibly be activity after we would come okay. back. And so when we officially... Uh, we're approved to begin deputation and begin announcing our next film. Um, my family, they actually seem fairly supportive, even okay. more supportive than when we left. Um, and actually, the first time that we saw my parents, we went to uh, their church right before deputation started, and my dad began to introduce us as missionaries. And so awesome. it was very wow. much supportive Good. at this point in time. Mm -hmm. And I'll kind of let Carolyn Carolyn, how about you? Um, I think it just as equally supportive, maybe not even more. Okay. Um, but yeah, definitely. Good. So obviously we need people to support you financially and, and prayerfully. Mm -hmm. What specifically can they be praying for the Cook family? Um. Two specific things. Definitely pray for us as um, I know through we've only been here, oh gosh, how long? Since May. So um, transition-wise, we, we've done really well, but just continue to pray for us and for our kids. I know our oldest is going through public school right now, okay. so the challenge is through that. Um, but he's doing really well. Um, yeah, just continue prayer um, as we're here in the States and as we look forward to being in the Philippines and as we set our minds and and uh, look forward to what God has already set um, or in, in plan, as they say, okay. um, that's already there. And also prayer for the Philippines itself. I know uh, the school sure. has already started their 
school year as, yes. of, as of this year. And uh, just pray for, you know, uh, Dr. Joyce's leadership okay. and also the staff and, okay. the, and the students. Good. Yeah. Justin, anything you want to add to that? Um, I really think that at this time for me, uh, the largest prayer request is simply for the deputation process. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, for myself, uh, I'm working a normal schedule of overnights, and so it <laughs> is uh, very interesting in, in itself. And then also we are traveling pretty well every weekend, and so the process can get um, kind of tedious. Sure. And so we just desire prayers for travel, for strength, for continued uh, wisdom, um, and not just for the travel, but also uh, for the speaking and for presentations and communication with our pastors and our churches, which has been great so far. That's probably been my greatest highlight has been the the connection with our pastors and our churches. Good. And I'm sure if uh, a church listening um, would want to have you guys come, you would be more than happy to go. Of course. So again, um, we go now. You could, you (laughs) could uh, email them at the email we mentioned earlier in the podcast but I do challenge uh, everyone listening to to pray for for the Cook family as they uh, continue to say yes. Mm-hmm. And of course, um, saying yes for us may mean um, changing how we act at our at our job site or at the church we're pastoring. But for the Cook family, it's going to the other side of the world. Um, let me ask let me ask this this way. And Carolyn, you you may want to jump <laughs> in on this first. What's um what's your biggest fear with with going? Not not right now, but getting to the Philippines, what's your biggest fear? Um, I think getting there, like Justin had said, we kind of already had, I guess you could say, get the jitters out whenever we went to Saipan. Mm-hmm. So I guess the flight is not that much of, of worrisome, but I think honestly, when we get to the Philippines, the, the traveling car wise, okay, the traffic, yes. um, um, I think that's my biggest fear. So whether yes. or not if we do purchase a vehicle, whether or not we use public transportation okay. will be interesting. As for those um, for those listening, if you've never <laughs> been to the Philippines, if there's three lanes officially, there's six lanes of cars oh, going yes. to vehicles and motorcycles. And so, Justin, how about you? What What's the biggest fear once, once you get to the Philippines? I don't know if I really have a, a great fear necessarily, maybe a bit of apprehension. Oh, sure. And... Uh, I think a lot of that just comes with uh, the adjustment. Mm-hmm. Um, even though we were in Saipan, that was a pretty smooth adjustment. Housing housing was on campus. Um, I literally walked to my job within thirty seconds downstairs. So oh, yes. it was a lot of yeah. very. There was a lot of streamlined simplicity there. And so, as Carolyn mentioned, you know, traveling to and from General um, Bell's Bible College to wherever we'll be staying at and getting the kids to school. And, and unfortunately, GBBC and Faith Academy are not necessarily close, especially during rush hour time. Um, so just trying to get settled, trying to get a, a solid routine. And I don't know that sounds mundane, but being largely in a new setting and a new culture mm-hmm. is going to be a uh, interesting task from the onset. And really after that, I feel that we'll assimilate fairly quickly, but just the initial... Um, home setting and getting our routines down and, as Carolyn said, travel and figuring out what that looks like. All right. Thank you guys for joining. Is there anything else you want to add that I didn't ask you about? I think one of the things that 
prayer would continue to be towards us. Uh, maybe just as we continue to focus on what the opportunities are for our family, but also what opportunities that there may exist uh, for GWBC staff and students sure. and yeah, how they good. may continue to expand their ministry. Right. And just for those listening, um, in case you don't know, uh, General Baptist Church of the Philippines is, is not some infant organization. They right. are a very full, yeah. full-grown adult organization, and they do tremendous work. Over 60 years old. Um, yeah. And mm. not just that, they also have over 300 General Baptist churches right. in the Davao City area. And so I really can want and desire prayer uh, that the organization there continues to expand, continues to uh, focus on what other things they can do, whether that's planting churches and other parts of uh, the Philippines and what that may look like strategically for them. And also as they continue to uh, do short-term trips around the Philippines and maybe even outside yes. and other parts of Southeast Asia uh, and maybe even planting churches in other locations that we had previously not thought of. Okay. I, I know at General Baptist Bible College and students and staff have gone at least twice to India mm-hmm. and uh, the General Baptist Church of the Philippines planted a church in Japan. And so I think that um, I echo that with you. For those of you listening, um, we would encourage you to to pray for the Cook family, to pray about supporting them through share support. Also, we mentioned General Baptist Bible College. The students there need sponsorships, and so we would encourage you uh, to help out with that as well. But uh, Justin and Carolyn, thank you for joining us today, and we pray for you guys. We're excited to see what God's going to do for the future. Thank each of you for listening and joining us today. Have a blessed day.